Hello everyone and welcome to the Curious John podcast. This is your host, Onome. In this episode, I want to talk about miracles and supernatural events. Uh, what do we mean by miracles? How can we tell when such has happened and um, related matters like that? Uh, I'm going to be using the term miracle and supernatural event interchangeably because uh, some people can accept that some people say all miracles are supernatural events but not all supernatural events are miracles and what i mean is that someone may say a miracle has to be from maybe god or a particular divine being but there can be some supernatural events that are from maybe demons or devil or things like that so they won't call those ones miracles but my focus is just to like in this episode i want to be talking about how we can actually tell that a supernatural event has occurred. So I'll be using the term miracle or supernatural event interchangeably. Uh, I want to define what I mean when I say miracle or supernatural event. And I, by saying miracle or supernatural event, I simply mean a suspension of natural law. Uh, if you look at the universe where we exist in and we can observe, uh, you would note, I think every human being would agree that the universe functions with, uh, with in, a, in a particular f- function. Uh, everything we see around us, if you throw a stone, for instance, now, you expect the stone to go up and fall down. You don't expect, you don't expect to throw a stone and it continues flying into the atmosphere. That wouldn't be normal. So, there are ways that the universe that we can observe around us works normally. And that is what we mean by natural law. And what we do in science, uh, we try to study, we try to observe the universe and come up with models that explain how the uni- how things around us work. Now, when you are saying a miracle has happened, it means uh, something doesn't work the way it's supposed to be. For instance, now, if somebody walks into a wall, the person is just walking and the person walks through a wall, that wouldn't be uh, that wouldn't be a natural event. That would be something supernatural, I guess, because the normal laws that the normal laws of physics have been suspended in that case. So that is simply what I mean by miracle. Now, my biggest issue with um, concluding that something is a miracle is it's, an, it's a matter of epistemology. It's not. Uh, it's not an ontological matter. And when I say epistemology, I simply mean how we come to know things, how we can justify knowledge about things, how we can learn about things. And when I say ontology, I mean the the nature of something, the how something is. For instance, if somebody says, someone someone comes to you and makes a claim that okay, there is a galaxy that is far far away from us that we can we can't reach there there's no way we can detect it there's no we don't have any technology to learn about this galaxy but the person says there are aliens that are very brilliant and smart and they live on in that in maybe a planet in that galaxy currently now the person has made a claim that can the, the claim can be true ontologically it's that galaxy could exist and those aliens could be living in a planet in that galaxy that could be true ontologically but since we don't have any uh maybe we don't have any 
spaceships that can get to that galaxy or we don't have any telescopes that can view what is going on there there is really no way we can uh we can justify that knowledge so though the person is saying something that could be true ontologically there is no way the person doesn't have the valid epistemology to justify that knowledge and that is my that's my greatest um issue so far when it comes to supernatural events yeah but some people would listen to me and say of course of course they have experienced events that are so obviously supernatural they have seen maybe ghosts or or so many examples people have experienced a lot of things and they would say those events are clearly supernatural now the way i approach the matter is this if if we are going to um if we're going to conclude that something was supernatural or something involved suspension of natural laws it's something that we have to uh we have to be very careful we have to approach it with skepticism we have to like we have to be able to test that okay this was actually uh this this actually involved the suspension of natural laws and the reason is because there are things that uh of course, we human beings are not omniscient. We don't know all things. We don't, uh, uh, we don't have exhaustive knowledge about reality so far. So we continue to learn. We continue to learn. In fact, if you go back maybe uh, 1,000 years ago, the, you can't compare the knowledge at that time to the knowledge we have now. So having said that, if there is, uh, there is an occurrence that we don't understand, maybe we don't have a natural explanation for we still don't have the justification to conclude that a miracle happened there because for all we know there could be a natural explanation that we just don't know about so if we are going to conclude that something is a miracle there is two ways i see it we have to be able to we have to test all we have to test a lot of conditions and say okay there was actually a violation of natural law here or the second option is uh we can only conclude that something is a miracle tentatively or provisionally. We can say, okay, we don't have a natural explanation for now. So probably a miracle up, um, a miracle happened or occurred. But maybe some other time in future. Because if some other people in future can come up with a natural explanation for what we observed, then by that time, we, do, we wouldn't be justified in saying we experienced a miracle again. And there are so many examples of this, of what I'm talking about. Some people in the past have believed that um, lightning were the results of gods being maybe angry and fighting each other or something. And that was their belief. Now, people, people of modern day, at least a lot of people today, we know how lightning works. We know the natural explanation for it. So, we wouldn't say lightning is a supernatural event. But of course, people back then would have said lightning is a supernatural event. So, just so we don't make the same mistake of concluding that we have had a miracle where it was just a natural event that we don't have an explanation for we have to be very careful in the way we approach the matter another good example is uh, we have had some diseases and illnesses that people have assumed to have supernatural causes in the past and they have tried to go about solving them by appealing to the supernatural uh, but we in our modern day we know that such um, things have natural explanations and 
we understand how they work naturally and we can even treat them or solve them without appealing to the supernatural and that's why i think it is important to be careful before we uh, conclude that something has to have a supernatural cause or explanation because you could have maybe you have a child now that is suffering from a particular disease and i don't know maybe out of ignorance you think the child is possessed by demons and instead of taking this child to maybe a specialist that can that actually knows what is wrong with the child you take the child to a church or you take the child to a to a to an imam or something like that and they start praying for the child spraying holy water on the child and what so on and so forth and the child keeps getting worse until the child dies now in that case if you had uh, if you had tried to figure out what was going on maybe you try to investigate what natural um, explanation could exist for whatever is going on with the child if you had done that instead of concluding that it had to be demons or diabolical powers or whatever you could have actually increased your chances of saving the child's life and there are actually cases like this i'm not just making this up um, from my head there are cases like this where uh, people have lost their lives because because of ignorance basically so we have to be careful and we have to approach such matters with skepticism before we conclude that something has a supernatural event and in a country like nigeria where i live uh, people are generally predisposed to believing in the supernatural so so many times we just we just assume oh something has to be supernatural something has to be supernatural somebody goes crazy suddenly and the first thing that we just say is oh najas them do them or um maybe they don't the yahoo people don't use them all those type of things meanwhile there could be a perfect natural explanation for what is going on with the person and that's just the point of what i'm trying to say so how can we be sure that something has a supernatural explanation uh, if you are listening to me no matter what worldview you have i want you to you can try to answer this question how do you tell with uh, at least 90 percent confidence that something that happens to you or something that you experience is supernatural uh if you are if you are an atheist or an agnostic or you don't believe in the supernatural the way the way you should um, think of this question is what type of experience would you need to see or what exactly would you what type of evidence would you need to see that would convince you that okay at least you'll be 90 percent confident that what you experienced was supernatural as for me it would there are many examples that i can think of that would be I think there would be obviously supernatural to me but in my case i have to add a bit of nuance i would uh i would say i would i would accept that these things were supernatural but i would i would do that only provisionally because somebody can come in the past now and give a perfect natural explanation for what i saw and i would have to like i think it would be more reasonable to go with the natural explanation and the problem is why i say it to be more reasonable to go with natural explanation is because when you have uh when you have supernatural explanations it's really it lacks a lot of criteria that are useful to us especially in, in the sciences 
there are so many criteria and one very important one is being able to make predictions and that's how science works because we we make observations of the natural world we form a hypothesis or a model that explains that uh, observation and with our hypothesis we can make predictions that we can test so we say okay if this is what explains this thing in so 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 years time or if we do this or do that this is going to happen and we make this test to see what is going to uh, to see the results and if the results don't match up with what we expect we could say okay our hypothesis is wrong and it's not useful and we need to come up with another one and that's how science progresses uh, but in the case of the supernatural you can't really because what you are saying is that you are, it's like someone is saying okay there's another realm or something like that where our laws can be violated and we don't really understand how that realm works so we can't really do anything about it i don't i i hope you if you are listening i hope you get what i mean uh, but some people could say okay we uh they have the ability to maybe they can manipulate the elements using supernatural ways and things like that i think if we had that case at least we can we can do tests over and over and over again to 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 be sure that okay there is a case of um correlation or even causation in the claims that the person is making uh another problem that i see or should i call it a potential problem with uh supernatural events or miracles is that i don't think there's really a way we can actually tell what the cause is or what what specific supernatural explanation is for an event uh, let me just give a particular example uh, recently my aunt sent she sent uh, a video of some people claiming their children reincarnated recently so it's all these videos where you have a child that the child says maybe the child is saying something that doesn't really make sense to the family at a very young age you could have a two-year-old child saying uh they have and um, maybe they were in the they, they fought a war at a particular year and things like that some claims that the, the child is not supposed to be making and in in stories like this what usually happens is that okay the parents ignore the child for a while then when the child keeps on saying these things they try to find out if there's any uh any truth in what the child is saying and to their surprise they would actually find out that the child is actually talking about the life of somebody that has lived and died before that's how, how the claim usually goes now i don't know i have no I, I don't have enough information on these events that i saw in that video to be able to okay rule out that okay to be able to conclude that okay this thing is true like i don't really I've not really, I, I can't, I've not gone to interview the parents. I've not gone to find out if they are lying and things like that. I think there's one other video I saw and there's, there was evidence that the parents were just lying to be popular or something like that. So, but for the sake of argument or for the sake of making the point I, w- I want to make, let's just assume that all the claims made by the parents in that video was correct. So we have a child that is talking about a life of somebody else that. There is no um, natural way that the child could be aware of that um, of that event because we have ruled out 
now in this hypothetical that i'm making we have ruled out all the natural ways we have made sure that the parents are not just lying we have made sure that the child didn't get to hear the story from somewhere else we have made sure that there is no natural way that we know about we have ruled out all those explanations now we still have a problem and this is this is even this is even something that made me realize that we have a problem i i checked the comment section of this video and i saw a muslim man saying uh this is not reincarnation that when somebody dies there's no way the soul comes back and there's no way the soul is going to come back and enter somebody else that when somebody dies that's all now what is going on is there are genes if you don't know what a gene is i think genes are like they are somehow they are they are somehow equivalent to the um to the to the beings known as demons in christianity or judaism so this person this muslim man was saying uh these genes have been they have been living on this on the earth for thousands of years much more than humans so they influence the memory of these children and they make these children know things that they're not supposed to know of someone else's life and now that's that's a valid supernatural explanation but somebody that is someone that belongs to um to be that belongs to an eastern religion would say no 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 reincarnation is real it's actually the soul of these people that enter another child but the the christian or the muslim the muslim the, the muslim is going to say no the gene explanation is the right one the christian can say it is demons so what i'm saying is that now how can we figure out which one it is like which of the supernatural explanations is valid and that's an interesting thought that came to my mind when i saw that uh, comment so that's another problem that i see with supernatural events like if if there's a supernatural event and somebody is saying a demon did this another person is saying it was god that did this another person is saying uh Maybe it was um, their local deity or something. How exactly can we know which of them is the case? Because we can't test them like we do for natural explanations. We can't test and and figure out the the correct natural explanation. So how can we um, f- how can we tell the difference? That's another important uh, thing that I I see in this matter what else do i want to talk about uh yeah i had an experience with a guy and he was talking about the afterlife and uh i noticed that a lot of people don't understand what the burden of proof is what happened was that he he asked me that what do i think happens when i die and i said uh I'm not sure of that but I think I would not I'm not going to remain conscious anymore and his question was okay that he believes of course he believes that he's a Christian so he believes in the concept of the afterlife totally and he was like okay do I have any proof that his concept of the afterlife is not what happens after I die and I said no I said first of all I'm not supposed to be the one to prove that what you are claiming about the afterlife is wrong. You are the one that is making the claim, so you are the one that is supposed to uh, support. You are, you are the one that is supposed to provide evidence for it. I don't have any. I'm not. I don't have. A, I'm not warranted to believe what you are saying. Uh, if you make a claim, you are supposed to provide the evidence for it. Well, I even went further. I tried to say, okay, 
if you look at all the examples of consciousness that we know about at least in the natural world they all require a brain to operate so if you are saying somebody can be conscious without a brain when his brain has disintegrated or uh, decayed or whatever you have to you are making a claim that is quite contrary to what we observe generally so you have to provide evidence for it and that was the point i'm trying to make so in cases like this um, there is this thing called the burden of proof so if you if you see anybody that is claiming something about supernatural making any supernatural claim or things like that the person has the responsibility to provide the evidence for what they are saying you can't like the person can't tell you that hey you can't prove me wrong so i must be right no that's not how it works if you are the one making the claim you have to like show the evidence for it and that's what the burden of proof is generally i even had an interesting thought when I had this conversation with this guy. Uh, if you are saying all human beings have souls and the soul somehow continues to exist in the afterlife, uh, this the definition of soul I'm talking about is um, it's not the same one that it's not the, the same. Yeah, let's just let's use spirits. If you listen to uh, our conversation about hell, so let's use let's use the term like more like spirit. So if you are saying all human beings have a spirit that continues to exist after they die. Uh, now, why, why, do, why don't you think animals also have that spirit? Like, what exactly is the, uh, what exactly is the difference that all human beings have this spirit, but animals don't have it? Like, how exactly did you find out that animals don't have this spirit? So, so I have a lot of interesting thoughts. Uh, when I approach the topic of the supernatural, and I have just tried to share some of them in this episode. Uh, if you would like to uh, tell me how you think about the topic, and if you would like to maybe correct some of the views that I have on the topic, you can always let me know. I'll be very, I'm very interested in listening to what you have to say. Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode. Uh, continue to ask questions, continue to be curious, continue to try to understand the other side. And uh, bye for now. <laughs>